Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. Hello, everybody. It's your girl Ashley, the Amateur Expert, coming to you live today for this episode of Asking for a Friend. Super excited to have Tanya Beatball on. She has requested to join, so we're going to have a candid conversation, and it's going to be great. Tanya. Hey. How are you? I'm good, Ash. It's Friday. We made it. We made it. Yay. It's Friday. Girl, and he did it. And he did it and then some. So, yes. Tanya. Yes. I was having a conversation with one of my homegirls the other day. We were talking about our goals. We were talking about our dreams. And have you ever set a goal that sort of seems like unattainable or something that like someone like they can do it, but maybe I don't have access to? And so we were discussing, like, you know, I want to do a TED Talk and or maybe potentially talk at Essence Fest. And I was like, oh, I know somebody that we can talk to about this. So, my dear Tanya. Yes. How did you speak at the main stage at Essence? Uh, asking for a friend, of course. Asking for a friend. So that that entire moment was a, uh, I categorized my moments, and that definitely was a but God moment. But God, all right. And I'm going to show you and your audience, okay, this right here. You see it? Okay. I'm not a vision board type of girl because it's just, it's, it's too much for me. Okay. But I did in 2013 created a vision journal. Okay. And I created this journal March 20th, 2013. First of all, that's my my birthday. Let's just, let's just talk about that. Really? Let's just talk about that. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Okay. You and Kennedy are March babies. So in this journal, this is the inside cover spirit of excellence and it says some other things dwell in possibility my black is beautiful so on the inside cover i have three of my favorite scriptures jeremiah 29 and 11 hebrews 11 and 1 and james 2 and 26 faith without works is dead you know i know the plans and of course faith is the substance of things hoped for and one of the first few things i put in this vision journal was this was from and i took a bunch of old magazine covers and one says powerless 28 influential black women. Okay, that came to be because I was selected to be the top 20 under 40 for my city. All right. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. I also have I want to be a bestseller. So by the end of this year, my my goal is to have the rough draft of my manuscript completed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I also have TED Talks. You mentioned TED Talks. I have that. And I have Essence Festival Empowerment Experience. That's what it used to be called back in the day until I think last year or the year before last, they changed it to the power stage. And how that unfolded is you got to be intentional with your movements and your conversations and the people you surround yourself with. I ran into the mayor of New Orleans at the state capitol. Just by chance. Yeah. Yeah. And I went up to her, told her, look, you know, I'm a fan. I love the work you're doing. And because she's so down to earth. Latoya Kentra is so down to earth. So I'm just having a conversation with her about a couple of things. And she introduced me to someone on her team. And from there, we started having conversations. And lo and behold, I gave her idea. I said, what if 
this type of conversation took place at Essence. But I was talking about in regards to a group of women from one of the boards I serve on for the state. What if we did this type of conversation? She's like, I like that. Well, that didn't pan out. But what did pan out was yours truly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of our favorite people always say, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That's it. I received, we know Valicia says that, you know, constantly, but it's true. I received the call on a Tuesday. I was in a meeting okay. and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, who keeps calling me from this number? Because I thought it was spam. I almost didn't answer the call. Wow. I said, hello. It's like, hey, Tanya, this is such a search from Essence. <sighs> I'm in a meeting. I forgot I was in a meeting. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? I was like, y'all, excuse me. I gotta, I have to take this call. Gotta go. And, and I was like, hello? And she was tickled because she realized she caught me off guard. I said, you know, I almost didn't answer this phone because I thought it was some type of spam call. And she was like, no, 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 no. We just wanted to see if you would be willing to give a five-minute keynote on the power stage on Friday at Essence. I said, what? She said, yeah, we just wanted to see. I was like, I said, God, this is what we're doing today. This, this, is, this is what we're doing today. And I said, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. You know, I said, yes. I, I was like, I'm about to freaking speak on stage at Essence. And Ashley, I, I was just so overwhelmed because the first thing after God and I had our conversation after that phone call occurred, I remember my vision journal. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I came home, I went back to it and I was like, this thing came to pass. Yeah, this thing came to pass. And I didn't have to prepare to get ready because I was ready. The five minute speech was already in me. So all I literally yeah. did was jot it down some things or whatever. Because one of the things I do before I speak is I always ask God depositing me what the people need to withdraw. Mm-hmm. I remember someone said, you know, folks can be a trip ash. Someone said, you only have five minutes, but I have five minutes. Where? How many minutes you got? How many oh, minutes? Oh, 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 oh. oh I'm we're sorry. Not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, you know, the, the entire experience, and I remember driving because I had to get up early that morning, that Friday morning, get my hair done. I mean, my makeup done, hair, all of that. And I'm like, it's, it still didn't hit me until it was time for me to park. I got an escort to the convention center and I'm going through the check in. And I was like, this is how y'all do it behind the stage. This is what we're doing. And girl, they put the Latina around my neck and I'm sitting on the sofa. I see, you know, Al, Reverend Al Sharpton. I see Dave and Tamala Mann because Dave and Tamala Mann went on stage before me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting, I'm like, I'm about to go up right behind Dave and Tamala Mann. Like the same stage that they standing on. I'm about to stand on that same stage. Baby. Child, listen. Listen. So, so I think what's most there's so many amazing things about this story, right? But I think is so important and something I want us to discuss is obviously the importance of faith, right? Because you, um, I, I feel that you, you were taking a spiritual download and, and, and you planted a seed, right? Mm-hmm. So you did your vision journal. Then you were in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. You had the conversation, which was a, 
another seat or some water onto that seat, right? Mm -hmm. But not you weren't just willy-nilly just gardening, right? Because you also are a person who walks the talk, talks the walk, walks the talk. You know what I'm trying to say. So I want to talk about the importance of having faith, but also putting action behind it. Okay. See, for me, faith is, there are some days, actually, all I have is my faith. Because sometimes the writing on, oftentimes, not sometimes, the writing on the wall isn't there. No one is seeing what I'm seeing. No one is believing in what I'm believing in. So sometimes it's my faith that I hold on to. I saw myself on that stage before I got on that stage. I saw myself just like when I was invited to give the commencement address at my college alma mater. I knew I was going to be on that stage. And that was the same stage I walked across when I graduated from high school, six and a half months pregnant, the same stage my son walked across, the same stage I walked across again when I finished my undergrad, and then I was back on that same stage as an alum giving the commencement address at a predominantly white institution's commencement mm-hmm. ceremony. But the thing about it is my faith, my faith allows me to dream big. Mm-hmm. My faith allows me to, you know, Oprah's not the only one that can get that status. Iyanla's not the only one that can get this. Tanya can get that same status. Why? Because the God I serve says all things are possible. So my faith allows me to see, and I dream in color, like very vividly. And my faith allows me to see things that a lot of people can't see. But with that, faith without works is dead. I have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. I have to put in the work. Like I was telling you what, a week before last in regards to me taking a headshot. No one said, Tanya, we need for you to take some new headshots. I went ahead and took the headshots because I was like, you know what? Something may be coming up and I want to be ready. I want to be ready. So my faith allows me to see things and mentally go places where no one sometimes will invite me to go. Okay. Yep. I love that. Um, and so what would you say to somebody who is struggling? Um uh, not just with their vision, right? Because I think a lot of us have the vision and see it very clearly. But a mm-hmm. lot of us, and I say this is ha- this would happen for me too a few times, is that like I can see the vision, but I'm like, is it really for me? Or, you know, am I worthy of this? So what would you say to someone who sees the vision but doesn't know the next step? Well, number one, you got to make sure it's the vision. Mm-hmm. And it's not the hype and the noise from people you're surrounded by, because oftentimes we allow the noise, the interference, the distractions to cloud our vision. So you got to make sure you know exactly what you're looking at. And at the end of the day, you know what's for you. And that's why discernment is very key, because discernment allows mm-hmm. you to subtract the negatives, pull them out so you can really keep your eye focused and Those who still question, I would say, take a, now I'm getting into life coach mode. Take a couple of steps back and ask yourself, why am I questioning this breakthrough, this blessing? What is causing me to dismiss my worth? What is causing me, what voices do I constantly hear that's allowing me to dismiss myself from a table that I've been invited to? Because sometimes we're our own, we sabotage ourselves. Yes. Because of doubts, because someone, you know, as a child growing up told us we would never be worth anything. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that color purple. 
your mama ain't, your daddy, you know, all of, all of that above. You know, that's one of my favorite movies. But we allow, we allow the voices of others to distract us. And that's why it's so keen to really understand your worth. And I tell a lot of my clients all the time, before we can do anything else, we got to get down to the root of it. Do you understand and embrace your worth? Because when you understand and embrace your worth, your worth will allow you to sit at those tables and you'll sit with your head held up high. You know, it doesn't matter if you're sitting next to the CEO or the, you know, the president of the board of directors, your worth would allow you to sit at the table and sit at the table without regrets. So you've got to make sure you tune into your worth because that worth is going to tell, you know, I deserve to be on this podcast with the one and only Miss Ashley. My worth allows me to us. My worth ushers me into unprecedented places and conversation. Amen. So. Okay. So speaking of conversation, I know a lot of people who may feel that they are worthy, right? But if mm -hmm. they were presented or they were in a situation where they were at city hall or they were in the elevator with someone, they may not have had the gusto to one, introduce themselves and two, to plant the seed like you did in regard, or even introduce themselves, let's just say that, right? But take, mm -hmm. let's just take one step further and say, plant a seed or share an idea or do the elevator pitch. So what would you say to someone? Because I would definitely be like, hey girl, how are you, what's up? But I know mm -hmm. a lot of people wouldn't or they would be too scared. So what would you say to someone in that situation? Well, that goes back to, that's something I will put the bus back in reverse as well in regards to that. You gotta know your voice. And you have to own your voice and you can't be afraid to shoot your shot. Not to say that every time it's going to be received and even on the, the opportunities when it's not received, don't give up because mm -hmm. not every conversation is going to end with a no. Sometimes it's a test. You know, we oftentimes pray for things, but we don't want to prepare for the things we're praying for. Let me cool. I you felt that one right oh, there. Let me hold on. Me. Let me. Wait, we need to. That was a word right there. I mean, let me catch but it. Let me catch it. Catch Ooh. it. You know, we again, we pray for things, but we don't want to prepare for them. So you can't pr you can't pray for Lord. I want you to grant me this gr next big great opportunity, but I'm not preparing because part of that preparation, part of that cultivation is cultivating your voice. Because along with your voice, you're going to have a foundation of boldness and confidence. So you cannot just walk up to <laughs> Tara says she got caught up. You cannot just walk up to, I can't walk up to the mayor of my city and start having a conversation if I don't have a boldness, which happens to be a part of my name. Baby. If I don't, come on, Bolden. If I don't have a certain level of boldness and confidence, not being, a, not even being afraid of, if they tell me no, if they tell me no, they tell me no. Mm -hmm. If they tell me I don't have time, I don't have, to, I've been in all those situations. But at the end of the day, you still got to keep pressing. So those of those who are kind of unsure, cultivate your voice, cultivate your boldness and just tap into it. Man, shoot your shot. Yeah, shoot your I shot. Would, I would say to that point. So I think bold looks differently to everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. And so bold could be introducing yourself in an elevator. Bold could be shooting an email. Bold could be sliding in the DM. I think also it's important to realize that my bold may not match your bold, Correct. but it's important to think about your end goal 
and what's going what actions do you have to take to get you there um so that's that's really good um tanya so yes. being in front of all of those people you are nervous no not even a little bit well, because you you'd already prepared for it i already prepared for it god and i already had our conversation so there you have it there you have it i wasn't not to say I've never have been. I'm sorry because I'm about to go into a sneeze and fit. So excuse me. <laughs> but that was cute though. But not have I ever been nervous? Yes, when I had to give that commencement address. Mm. Oh my goodness. Oh my and goodness. What was the difference? You think? I was just starting. Mm. I was. I was. I was just starting, and I've really learned over the years. The, uh, the importance of having my one-on-one -on -one conversation with God before I even write the first letter of my speech. Mm -hmm. Because once I do that, because I look at it as an assignment. Yeah. I look at every mic moment I have as an assignment because I don't know whose life I may possibly change with the words that I speak. So, oh yeah, I've been to, oh girl, look, there have been times, I remember one speaking engagement, I left the speech at home. And it was like 45 minutes away. I left, I left the speech at home. I walked in, they escorted me to the front, and I was like, I left my portfolio pad at home. And you know what? Because I was speaking at a church. That was probably one of the best presentations I ever gave. Again, the speech was already with me, and I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm going to need for you to take this will because I left my speech at home. And Holy Spirit did just that. I love that. So tapping into your faith, but also you were prepared. And I think practice. Do you practice mm -hmm. your speeches or do you just write it and then go? I just write it and go. Mm. I just, you know, it, but it, you know, it's different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone's process is different. There have been times actually I've written the speech down and I got to the podium, didn't even use it. Wow. And a lot of times I will just have an outline, just mm -hmm. keywords and not even a full-blown speech. And I'll just go for those key words because I'm really in tune to the spirit and I'll allow the spirit to guide me. And there have been times where I didn't and it didn't turn out the way it should have. So that's why I try my best to make sure I'm in tune to the spirit. But for me, I just, I'll write it out. And yeah. And people, a lot of times I ask me, can I get a copy? Um, no, because my speeches are never grammatically correct. It works for me. Mm -hmm. It, it works for me. Another reason why I don't give copy because a lot of, a lot of my speeches are going to be parts of my book. Books the best with an S. Best yes, seller. come on, bestseller. Come on, Amazon. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. With an S. Yes. Yes. Come on, New York Times. Let's go hey. ahead and speak this. Should we just come on. agree right now? Are we just? Yes. So we yes. Amen. Yes. You'll have a front row seat at the book signing. Come on, Ash. I can't wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> I, hold on, let me just envision myself there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see it and I can't wait. Yeah. Um, so question. Yes. Now, the way God moved in your life, um, it just seemed like it was a straight path to essence, right? So if that was my goal, my dream, well, I'm actually answering my own question as I ask it, but I would assume, I actually don't assume because I know how the Lord works for me my mm -hmm. would also be just that straight so i think what is important to then say is that 
it's so clear, like you said, to have. Uh, sorry, I'm reading Tiara's comment. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it too. It's important for you to have um, a clear vision as to what mm -hmm. you want. Mm -hmm. So, so, so important. Man, Tanya, this, I've got so much information to take back to my friend. Tiara said, I see affirmed armor pretty soon. <laughs> yes. Come on, Tiara. Amen. Yes. We are sponsoring the books and doing giveaways on the Amateur Expert Podcast. Hello, let's just keep it all in the family. Um, yes. You, this this has truly been amazing and I knew that having you on was going to be good right and I knew that you were going to drop some gems for the people them but I wasn't expect I should have known but I that I was be affected I should have known because it happens every single time but Tanya I want to give you an opportunity to let us know uh what else is coming up down the pike for you we know that we're getting the book um, we are we having any more candid conversations coming up? What's what's next for uh for you? Well, right now I'm really into voter mobilization. Mm -hmm. That's what um that's like really my big focus right now because we have a lot to lose if we don't get out and vote in November and early voting. So my focus right now, my energy has really been put into voter mobilization as well as diversity and inclusion and equity efforts because I'm getting these calls. So I'm like, you know what, might as well sit at the table. Let's see what type of conversation are you really having about equity and equality and diversity. So that's where I'm at right now and also finishing this book. So y'all can get it in 2021. I love that. Well, yes. Tanya, this has been a blessing. I know that you've blessed those who have listened and those who will listen coming forward. Um, I want to thank you again for being on the show and also want to ask you to be still for like five seconds so that we can get a still shot for the... <laughs> Do I smile? Because I'm ready. Yes, let's smile. Ready? One, two, three, go. Perfect. Tanya, it's Friday, so that means what? We're going to the masterclass later on today. Can't wait to see you yes. comments. Yes, um, yes, yes, good yes, yes. Coming up for the rest of this year, and please let us know how we can support you moving forward. Always a friend to the shows and just my sister. Love you so much, and love you too. I'm gonna take all this information back to my home girl. Thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye.